everybody. I'm Marianne Katsidis, and this is the Heart-Led Changemaker podcast. Have you ever been in a conversation with someone where it felt so juicy and inspired that it left you feeling energized and ready to take on the world? There have been countless times I wished I could have recorded conversations like that because it felt criminal that no one else got to hear or experience that feeling. Those conversations ignite something inside of you because you visualize a new way to connect with others and sometimes even a new world. This show will provide you with ways to stay focused on the future, some food for thought, new ideas and concepts, a way to create abundance ethically, a showcase of those already doing the work and succeeding, and a sense of connection. Being a change maker can be very lonely, so this will serve as a community for heart-led warriors. Sit back and let this high-vibe, heartfelt conversation light you up. Today's guest is Susan Dean. She's a life and business coach, workshop and training facilitator, publisher, and entrepreneur. With her help, coaches, authors, mentors, and many other business professionals have been able to share their knowledge and exponentially raise their profile, brand, and business. Susan started her own publishing company because she wanted to share people's stories and knowledge, and she truly believes, like myself, that stories can change lives. Susan, welcome. Thank you for joining me on the show. Thanks so much for having me. Now, you have a very interesting story. You started your career as a youth worker, and after hearing a lot of different stories, you became a coach and then started working with Dr. John Gray, who our audience might know as the author of Men Are From Mars and Women Are From Venus, right? That's correct. Yes, most people may not know the author as in the name being Dr. John Gray, but pretty much the the world uh, knows the book Men Are From Mars, Women Are From Venus. So yes, you're absolutely right. Started as a youth worker and just through conversation like we're having now, I would share little stories. You know, these kids had come from some pretty sort of different and upheavaled lives where they were working, they were the old wards of the state, they were called, and it had just be through an, a story that I would tell. Some people might call it the My Friend John story where you tell a story of another person that may be similar. And the great thing about story that I found back then and continue to find is that people kind of don't like to be told what to do, right? <laughs> and especially teenagers and adolescents that have got a chip on their shoulder, whereas story allowed them to kind of go, oh, do you think I could do that too? Do you think I could do what, you know, that that story or that person did? And I'd say absolutely you could. So they made the their own decision through the power of sharing that story and then they started to make massive shifts in their lives. So, you know, that's where without knowing it, But I always knew that story was always a part of my life, but it sort of followed me along to to all other elements of my life till I come to the publishing business. And that led to you writing your own story, didn't it? Yeah, absolutely. I think that 
what had happened through, you know, becoming a youth worker and then becoming a coach and working with John Gray, who obviously, you know, became very famous from his book and then went on to train and teach other people around, you know, relationships and many other things. Um, He's written many books. But the youth work, of course, you know, working within the department that then went privatised, a lot of red tape. I found that getting out and becoming a coach, which I did very early, you know, when I started in coaching it was in the early 2000s not a lot of people knew about coaching they were they didn't really knew you know know as much about well there's another path to go down you know and to be able to take hold of their own life you know to you know create the life that they wanted and that's what a lot of coaching is it's it's as I did as a youth worker it's about creating that compelling future that we want to live into and so for me the transition into coaching like I said that was very new at the time was about helping others discover their you know, their why or their reason or their purpose in life to then, you know, go on and create the life of their dreams. And so the coaching element allowed me to help others, again, using story and grew my business from telling my own story that then allowed me to get in to tell other people's stories and help them publish them in a book. So, yeah, story's just kind of been with me, I think, since the beginning of time as it has for everybody. What were some of the challenges that you experienced writing your own story? I know for me personally, it was gut-wrenching because I was sharing a lot of personal stories about my relationships, the relationships that I'd been in, and I found it very, very challenging. That process took a long time, and I'm, I'm just curious from your perspective, did you find it equally challenging? Yeah, absolutely. And I think there's there's lots of elements, you know, we call it author anxiety because the author will start writing and, and then they'll go, oh, I don't know whether I should put this in or I shouldn't put this in and or, you know, oh, gosh, I'm like really exposing myself now. I'm really becoming vulnerable, like the world's going to know about me. And, and we go through these peaks and troughs of author anxiety and I think that one one piece of advice that I got from one of my coaches, you know, when is the right time to write a book? And it's always now because you've already had so much knowledge. You're always going to learn more, but you've already got enough to share and you've got enough stories that can inspire somebody else to, you know, move forward in their life. I think the one thing that I got told was to stop being selfish and get out of my own way. And I'm just like, what? I'm not a selfish person. Like I'm a giver. That's that's what I love to do. You know, and he said, no, you're being selfish because you've got so much knowledge and your story could change lives. And as I always say, stories don't just change lives. They can save lives. And so, you know, by holding it in and worrying about yourself, it's not about you. It's about what your story can do. It's about what you've been through that could possibly help another. It's like us going, gosh, I wish someone else told me this story when I was going through it because maybe I could have learned some tips and techniques or some things that they did that I could do too. So stories to me aren't about you sharing them, but it's about 
you've been through this shit, you know. Sometimes it's shit in life, it's shit in business. You've been through these ups and downs. Why not make some good out of it, you know? Why not share that knowledge um, with somebody else so that you can help others and in turn you end up healing and helping yourself because it is quite a healing journey as well as you're going through writing as well. Would you agree? Absolutely. I I mean, all of what you've just said, I agree with because that was my experience. You know, I mean, I wrote the book for two reasons. One, because it was very healing and therapeutic for me. But two, I was using it as a tool to help my clients. So I was a practicing kinesiologist at the time and I wanted to help my clients understand that I'd been where they have been and that I had managed to work my way out of those cycles. I broke a lot of the toxic cycles with narcissists and all the codependency and the lack of boundaries and so forth and so forth. The list goes on. But it is a it was a way to show them what the example was, but also in the book, it talks about how to actually break those cycles, what to look out for, how to be mindful. So it was a tool that I was using for business rather than just because I wanted to get attention or to be famous or, you know, any of those kinds of things. It was actually a strategic thing to help others and using the not so good things and the good things that happen along the way and showing showing them by example what is possible. Um, of course, it was going to help people. And I, I still have people reaching out to me saying, you know, your your book still resonates so much with me. I remember when you said, and, and truthfully, I can't even remember some of the things that I've even put in there. I, I had a girlfriend, I gave a copy. It was like two weeks ago. I gave a copy to a girlfriend and, and she opened it just randomly and started reading. And I was like, did I write that really? I disconnected from it because that feels like an a really old part of me, but those stories are still relevant and the learning is still relevant too. So just like your story, like everyone else who shares, whether it's now or in, you know, 20, 30 years time, it is going to be relevant because the right people will find it when it's time. And that's the thing, you know, there used to be the old, you know, traditional publishing and the self-publishing and what they call vanity publishing. But vanity publishing is is really an old and probably misjudged um, word because it's not not about vanity. Most people that are writing their own books, it's it's about giving back. You know, all of our authors are giving back and we're a little bit in between the traditional and the self-publishing. So we're a supported self-publisher. So rather than trying to figure it out all yourself, you got a team of editors, designers, proofreaders, everything here to help structure the book and help you write the book from start to finish. So it's a lot easier process because you're bouncing off. So for me, it was like I bounce off the team and say, you know, I'm thinking of putting this and maybe I should put that. And, and so our authors get to release everything but they might not put everything in there so it's it's a bit like a movie it's like what do you leave out that's just as important as what you leave in but you're absolutely right it's now what I believe it's called you know an autobiography combined with a how-to so we're telling a story for a purpose it's a bit like telling them you know we talk about those um metaphors you know or a book that has you know what's the meaning behind it or what is it that the reader's going to get from it and the thing is you might tell a story and you might have 10 readers have different versions of what they have of it maybe they're thinking that that's them maybe they're thinking of that's their uncle and so you know now I understand that a little bit more I might treat this person differently it's the stories are so diverse 
that when people have the courage to tell their story and give some advice, give some tools or some techniques that the reader can take on for themselves, that's where we call them transformative books. They're not books of vanity. They're not books of what they're books of purpose. And whether that purpose is to share your knowledge to grow your business, whether that purpose is to share your knowledge to help make a difference in someone else's life because you're a coach or you're not even in that field. You just want to share your story. But I think there's so much effort and time that goes into a book. Most people now that write a book, they back it up with additional services and we can't put everything in a book. But what we can do is share so much of our story and our expertise that or our struggles and it's like the hero's journey, giving them something that they can learn from, not just, hey, this is my autobiography. That's all and well, but I think a lot of those are gone in the wayside unless you're Oprah Winfrey or unless you're Michelle Obama and people want to know about you. You know, an autobiography needs to combine a how-to, some tools, some techniques so that the reader is getting your story, which we all engage with story, and we understand the person more through story. But now they're giving us a little bit of tools and techniques. This isn't about them anymore. And it never, I don't think, was. I think everybody always wanted to share their story to make a difference, to help others. But now we're combining it even more with some tools, techniques and and reasons behind why we're telling this story, you know, to help the reader. Yeah, absolutely. Totally agree. And, And for me, it was really noticeable how quickly the trust built with new clients who had read my book because they they knew that I was walking the talk, that I'd been there. They already understood the story, but they also understood how I could help them because I included the ways that they could support themselves. And then that was that was backed up in our sessions that we had together. So, you know, I agree, unless you're, you know, super famous, sharing your autobiography probably wouldn't mean that much to somebody. But when you're including the how-tos, the help, the learning tips, techniques, or whatever it is they're teaching, combining those two together, I think is quite powerful. And whilst it was in- incredibly challenging for me to write, because I was reliving all of those painful memories and getting right into the detail of it, it was incredibly worthwhile. And I, I since I'm speaking to your daughter, I know that both of your daughters work with you. And I love that. I love that family is included in your story. But she asked me in our conversation, have you thought about writing another book or doing a, a refresh of the one that you've written and and it is it has been looming there truthfully it has been looming there for a while but I'm an artist as well I paint and so I guess what I want to talk to you about next is author imposter syndrome so I know that you've got a statistic on your website in one of your blogs you'd written that 80% of writers have author imposter syndrome and I was blown away by that because in some ways that feels like what I experience as a creative person with my artwork with writing and some of the other things that I do there's like this continuous self-doubt and that statistic blew me away because 80, 87% is quite high. Why do you think so many writers feel like that? I think that it's because they're going, oh, maybe I'll write it next year because I'll learn more about this or maybe I'll do this or maybe I'll do that. And I think that they're always thinking that they need to know more and so I don't know enough. But I don't think we ever are going to reach that point of knowing everything. I think what we've also got to remember is, you know, it happens all the time because I think purely we we think we need to know more and we need to do more. What we forget is how much we've learned and that someone is before us. 
And so they only need to be a chapter or a stage before us. And we're still helping them because they're on the journey where they're a little bit further down the track. Now, if someone knows more than you, they may still learn something from your story or your book because they're interested in that said subject. But you don't always need to be that person that's got it all done now because we would never write a book. We would never start a podcast. We would never do anything in our life because there's always more to learn and always more to do. So I think that imposter syndrome, the author anxiety, everything comes about out because we think, okay, we're about to get out there. What I think people need to know, and I'm sure that if you asked, if each of the listeners here asked themselves, would you rather someone show up with a mask and to be someone that they're not? Or would you rather someone show up with vulnerability and openness and honesty? And I think that we would all say, oh, I'd much rather a friend or a person in front of me show up with vulnerability and and, and be open and honest. And so why don't we know that ourselves? You know, I know my coach said, oh, you know, sometimes people are scared to say, share something with me because they think I'm going to judge them or look at them differently. But it's actually the absolute opposite. The more vulnerable that you are, the more that you can open up, the more that people can connect with you, not be apart from you. They'll draw in more. So the more that we can, we're all humans. We're going to go through stuff. It's okay to say, hey, I made a mistake. I, I put up with this relationship for a lot longer than I should have. But hey, I'm learning and I'm, I'm being vulnerable and I'm sharing this with you because maybe someone that's in a relationship like that can have that moment where they're going, when they're reading that book or that story, they're going, wow, this is me. I've just had a big awakening. I'm not not in a good relationship and I need to move in, move away from my own personal health. So I believe that we're all here for a journey, for lessons, for things that we're learning in life. And if we can just share forward those lessons, I believe together we can change the world. But if we hold it all in and we don't be vulnerable and share and get out of our own way, get out of our own way of imposter syndrome, get out of our own way of, oh, my gosh, what will people think? What will people say? And just come from a place of abundantly giving and sharing. I think that what will happen is more and more people become more vulnerable, more open, and that's where change happens. And that's done through story and through sharing that through podcast books, radio stations, you know, different things that we do to share on stages. The more that we can share our story, the more that we can share our knowledge, we really are making the most profound difference in the world. Absolutely. I couldn't agree more. So for anyone who's thinking about writing, for those who are in the midst of writing or, you know, just starting or whatever, even maybe three quarters of the way through and and they've got, you know, a ton of fear sitting in place, what would you recommend as a way for them to work through that side of things? I think go back to your why. Go back to looking at why do you want to write this book in the first place? Why is this important? And who could this help? And if it only just helped one person, one person, what impact could you have on their life? And I think that's where when we really delve into the reason why, and even if the book is written to help more people and grow your business, essentially your business is still helping people no matter what that business is. So essentially it's about just going back to the why. Why did I write this? You know, one of our authors I remember said, look, you know, 
she wrote her story around bullying. We've got people who've written their story around cancer journeys. We've got people that have written stories around, you know, overcoming, growing their confidence and overcoming adversity. We've got people that have lost their legs in car accidents and got back up and created abundance lives. You know, there's so many people that went, if I can just help one other person who reads this book, change their lives, then I'm already one. Now, of course, you're going to change more than one person's life and you'll change people's lives that you won't ever maybe even meet because your book gets to go out there globally. But the point of the matter is get back to your why. Why do you want to write this in the first place? Who are you going to help? What's your story going to do for other people? Because then you'll get out of your own way and you'll make it about what this story is going to do for you. For you in the sense that you get to make a difference, but how many people's lives can you impact by being vulnerable, courageous, pushing all that crap of uncertainty and worry and judgment aside and just get out of your own way and just get back to your purpose, to your heart-centered purpose of why you feel that you can help someone else. Absolutely. So on point. And that that was the thing that was helping me all the way through when I wanted to stop writing, when I when it felt too hard, when I was crying all the time because I was reliving all of the emotions and my physical body was, you know, going through it. I was remembering why I wanted to do that. And it was the reason that I started as a kinesiologist in the first place is because I wanted to pay it forward because kinesiology had helped me work through a number of different traumatic experiences and I wanted to help other people understand that they could be free as well. And so the book was, again, just a a backup to that. But there's obviously a couple of different ways, a few different ways to get your book out there. You can write an e-book and you can put it on your website. You can self-publish and you can go through traditional ways of publishing as well. How does someone choose what is right for them? Well, I think um, first and foremost, the publishing industry has changed so much. You know, just as I grew up running a video shop with my parents and we used to have to actually leave our house to go and get a video to come back. Can you imagine those days when we when we didn't have to just sit there and flick through Netflix to find our next show? The same with publishing. The publishing industry changed because the big publishers would have to, you know, take in so many manuscripts and usually, you know, they'd be looking for the people that are a little bit more famous because they're, they're paying for the production of this book and they've got to go, hmm, how many sales am I going to make? Is this somebody that's going to make me a lot of sales? Are they on television or are they famous? Are they a sports person? So that's how a lot of traditional publishers would decide whether your manuscript or if it was you know, I'm talking predominantly nonfiction, as in real stories, and the same with with fiction. But then Amazon came along, and then Amazon went, "Well, we want to get into the book industry, and we want to start distributing books." And they thought, "Oh, ebooks, they won't last long," or you know, these these books. But what they did was change the market to go. Well, the publishers originally wanted to be able to ship their books all around the world. How do we do that? Well, they got then print houses in the US and the UK and Australia, and so did Amazon. They've got their own print houses. And so what they didn't realise, it had opened up the world for self-publishers to now publish their books and to distribute it also globally on the on the internet and do print on demand. So it opened up a new world. Some advantages are that any book can go up now, which, which sometimes you've got to be very careful on what you're buying because you could be paying $25 for something that's not very good. But the, the other hand is that it gave authors a chance without being not 
knocked back from manuscript and knocked back and knocked back to go, well, I believe that my book's good. And there's been many self-published authors that have gone global and gone huge. So I think it's very important to look at what do you want the book to do? You know, is it to grow your business? Is it to get it out to a global audience? And which way is best for you? And then sometimes you've got to have that level of manuscript to submit to the distributors. But now even the big publishers are distributing some of the self-published or the publishing books like ourselves. that's the small indie publishers that are helping these individuals create their own book because they're realising that there's some really good books out there in the self-publishing area and, you know, and that they're going to still make money out of it because they'll take their commission. So I think it's very important for an author to look at what the reason is for their book, but not just that they want to change lives. You know, what's their platform? You know, are they wanting to grow their podcast? Are they wanting to grow their business? Are they wanting to be able to have a bit of freedom in their book to where it goes? So I think it's very individual for each author. What we do here is as a agency, we kind of go, right, well, you get free creative range, which traditional you don't, but how do we get all your creativity in this book and make it amazing but you've got a team of editors and author coaches and designers to make it traditional publishing quality, but you own all the rights. So you can do a lot with it and sell it off your website and, you know, do so much with the book um, when you do it yourself. So I think that it's good to understand that publishing has changed, but if you do want to get it into a bookstore, you pretty much now have some other opportunities where you can put it on consignment, depending upon the quality of the book and if they take it on. But there's so many different ways now to distribute it and get your book out there. Or if you don't want to do it on your own, like like yourself, and you're a bit, you know, you kind of want someone else that can help pull out and, and support you on the journey. That's where we come in, where you know someone's willing to invest that money into their book because they know that they're wanting to you know grow their business usually around the book then the investment then has them have a traditional published quality book and hold all the rights but it's that supporter journey like you said it's so many of our authors they're running you know some of them are running multi-million dollar businesses and some of them are startup but it doesn't matter where they are in their journey they've still got that thing that they want to bounce off you or they kind of want to share a little bit and go I need you to understand this part I don't want it in the book but I need to release this. So we're there to kind of support them on that author journey. And we've now just opened up writers retreats where people can come at a low cost and hang out with all the editors and designers and get their creative juices flowing and get their structure right and things like that. So, you know, all those things are opportunities. And I'm currently doing an online course so people can be guided in their own time through this. But we cover things like author anxiety and how to make sure you're not plagiarizing and how do you index properly and how do you do all of these things that are very important in the author journey but then we cover off on lots of other things so that's what's happening at the moment because we just want you know like yourself we just want so many people to benefit from these amazing people sharing their stories so whether you're a reader a listener or the author that yourself we all are still all of them you know we're still even if we're an author we're a reader we're a listener we want to learn from others and so you know we just want to support 
support like yourself, so many people to have that courage to get out there and help others through their story, you know. And even if they move their journey like you have from kinesiology to going into different parts, it's still helping people. It's still sharing stories to help people. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I'm predominantly working in marketing and I'm helping people share their story. So the handing the copy of my book to my friend the other day, even on the book, it is about the story, you know, it is written in the the subtitle of the book. I completely forgot, but it's been there the whole time. Everything has been about storytelling. This podcast is storytelling. So I I understand when I self-published, it was in 2014, and I self-published in truth, in full disclosure and honesty, because I didn't think that I was going to get picked up by a publisher. I didn't believe in myself that much. And I'm also a bit of a rule breaker. So I was like, I just want to put it out there. I want to do it my way. But I nearly tore my hair out because back then the process was so clunky with Amazon. It was a nightmare. I needed American bank accounts and all sorts of tax file numbers and the whole thing. And then registering here and registering there, it was incredibly difficult. It was probably one of the, that that part of it was probably one of the hardest things I've ever done just because I was learning how to do it on the go. I, I was I was just deep diving and by accident, I was finding things along the way. And I, I was lucky to meet a few people that were giving me some tips, but I was doing it on my own. I didn't know any other writers. I didn't know anyone else who had written a book or or had had that experience at all. So I was, I was pretty much flying blind, but I, and it is, and Amazon is so hard. Like even now, yeah. yes, it's hard, but I'm telling you now, you're dealing with AI. You're not yeah. dealing with humans. And so we're, yeah. we're there doing all the legwork and the BISAC codes and the SEO search and all of those type things to get it to that level and distribute other ways, obviously. But it is because you're dealing with a system, not a human. And that's why we put the human element in it because it is very stressful for people to try and do it on their own and navigate through it all and and maybe miss some little things that they didn't know that you could do that helps you get your number one ranking on Amazon or gets your search engine going up higher and all these little things that my teams work decades to get that knowledge and you, you just don't find it all in one space. However, I'm creating it all in one space in my online course and, and in the retreat and, and helping people if they want to have their hand out because everyone's different to where they're at. But yeah, I agree. It's crazy, you know, to do it on your own. But there's so many advantages now of self-publishing that we wanted to grab those advantages, give them to the author, but give them a little bit of support along the way as well. Absolutely. I mean, if you existed, I mean, you did exist, but I just didn't know. We were, you know, a bit delayed in getting to know each other. But I think now if I was given the choice again, it would be to work with someone like yourself. Should I find the space and the time to to write another one, which will come, and I'll just intuitively know when that time is. But I would choose to engage someone like yourself because I understand how significant that support would be now looking back. Our landscape has changed. The internet has changed. SEO didn't exist when I wrote my book. There are a lot of different elements now that I think I've already lost my mind once. I don't know that I'd really like to do that again. If I'm if I'm just doing a quick, you know, little PDF, that's a different thing. 
thing. But if I was if I was being serious about writing another book, absolutely, I would engage you because I know you're not like a traditional publishing house. I know there are lots of, you're very much focused on the author owning their story and their own work. And I, I really do love that. But also having people to talk to and bounce ideas off people who are experienced, who have been in that industry for so long would be of great benefit. And so I've had that one experience. And now looking back, if I was to choose again, I would definitely choose something completely different. And we help sort of bring that story to life for the reader. So, you yeah. know, the, the listeners here today, you know, get out there and, and find these books and, and read these books because these are people that have gone through things that can teach you. And, and why I love books so much is that you can get someone's knowledge, decades of knowledge for like 25, 30 bucks. Yeah, exactly. And and there's so many. I've got so many books on my list to read. I've brought so many online. I do prefer a physical book than the electronic books. I find that my brain just takes it in in a different way. I don't get as tired. But nevertheless, I've got books everywhere. Um, I love reading. And, and the books that you publish, the authors that you have, the stories that you are sharing are just incredible. You've got some amazing people on your list. And so if the audience want to connect with you and they want to better understand what Dean's Publishing does and also look at some of the authors that you've worked with, how can they connect with you? Um, if they go to Dean, D-E-A-N, publishing.com, they can both have a look at what it is to become an author and they can also have a look at some of our author's books. The great thing about checking out some of our author's books is if you see someone that you think you would like, you're actually connecting. So one of the things that was really important for me is that the authors are accessible, meaning that you can go and connect with that author and read their book, but you're going to their website. So a lot of the times you'll come and you'll go and find a book and click on it. And now you're going across to find out all about the author before you even buy the book. And there's videos in there that tell you about the story, about the author, so that you can go, wow, this is something that I want to do. So check out the little videos that, that tell you about the book and then click across and buy it direct from the author or go to Amazon or go to Booktopia, um, Angus and Robinson, whichever is your favourite bookstore, and then just look up the book and purchase it from there as well. You can get it from any of the bookstores as well as direct from the author as well. And I always say support the author, go and buy directly from the author if they offer that service as well. But, yeah, you can go and check it out on the website and see what else we have to offer and um, and reach out even if it's something that you want to do, you know, later on. You know, reach out, get some information so that you're a part of our socials or a part of our events when we do run conversations competitions or when we open up the online course that's coming, you know, things like that. But definitely check out my author's books. You know, they're all amazing. They truly are. Every single book here is amazing, not just because I've published it, but because they're truly authentic, real people that want to make a difference and want to share their knowledge or their expertise with um, their audience. So you just got to pick the book that you're looking for. I love that. And and again, that just is a reflection on the way that you work with authors, where your mindset is. It's not, it's not about what you're getting from them and taking big chunky commissions. You're focused on the writer, 
on showcasing who they are, on showcasing these beautiful stories. And I think that's wonderful. And I'm, I'm really grateful that I've had the opportunity to have you on the show today and, and to have this excellent conversation. I, I think it's going to be pretty rare that I'm going to get to talk to a publisher like yourself. So I'm, I'm incredibly grateful. Thank you. No problems. And I, I hope that your listeners get the courage to write their own story or jump on and support some of the authors and learn from some of the authors that are sharing their stories because, you know, stories do transform lives and I think we can never have enough books. And, uh, yeah, whether they be ebooks or physical books or audio books now are, are a great way of listening to a book as well. So I think it's knowledge. It's someone's lifetime of their knowledge that you can get for 30 bucks. So even if you got one thing out of it, you know, you can definitely benefit. So, yeah. Absolutely. Thank you so much. I look forward to seeing more of your journey unfold. Beautiful. Thanks so much for having me. Thank you.